Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my gorgeous, wonderful, intelligent, <laughs> extremely hardworking. You're the hardworking. Food and wine loving yes, co-host and wife, true. Michelle. Thank you, sweetie. Hi, everybody. So good to have you with us. We are recording this episode on Sunday, July 18th. Excuse me, 17th. July 17th. <laughs> Boy, it's been a long day, <laughs> but I know what day it is. It's July 17th. It is Sunday, and we are recording a brand new episode for you. Yeah. Good to, again, be together and be doing the episode in the same room. So, yay. We had a little bit more time to kind of get this thing together. So we will be doing a real live episode for you. And I just hinted at what it might be about. Something about the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. One of us may have had a chance to visit it the other day. Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> so we'll give you a little taste of that. Uh, <laughs> I saw what you did there. Yeah. Boy, it's been a long day and a long week. All right, we appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. The very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there... We'd love for you to sign up for our newsletter. Please sign up for the newsletter. Michelle is getting ready to take the newsletter over, and she's going to be fancifying it pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was going to be uh, a little easier than I found it to be, but... Plugging along. We're going to get there. We'll get there. Yeah. We'll get you a new newsletter here very, very soon with Michelle's little special touches to it. We'll be excited about yeah. that. Uh, another great way to be involved with us is on social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group. Yeah, it's a, as I always say, it's just such a fun group of people who are you know love to share some things or just react on others and and just keep spreading that joy so. yeah just a great group and just having some good you know positive moments out there whether it be disney yes but also just in life in general just mm -hmm. oh we just are having a great time posting pictures and enjoying each other's company that's right Yes. Also, we do have a YouTube channel. If you want to find us there, just do a quick search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast and subscribe. You'll know whenever we have a new video. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, we love hearing from you. So uh, if you do take the time, just know that we appreciate it and we do respond. And uh, thank you for those of you who've written in. Yeah, for whatever the reason, whether it be to suggest a topic, to chime in on any of our topics, or just to say hi. We appreciate it in any way, shape, or form. Now, this show does come with some costs. And, you know, we appreciate a little help with that cost mm -hmm. every once in a while. We don't charge you for this show, but, you know, we do have to pay some money to get it out there to you on a weekly basis. But here's some great news about that. There are a couple of great ways to get some swag out of it and also help support this show if we provide you any sort of entertainment on a <laughs> fairly regular basis. 
Mildly entertaining. Mildly entertaining. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, the first way to do that is go to our Spreadshirt shop. Great way to just pick up swag right there. Um, you just go to Spreadshirt.com and just do a search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Or you can go to any of our social media profile pages and we have a Linktree account there and there's a link straight to it. And we have all sorts of different items in different colors with different logos. And we get a portion of every single thing you buy. Plus you get to express yourself showing a little bit of your Hyperion Adventures podcast love. Yes, it's it's really great when people order from there. We can't thank you enough because as Tom said, it takes some money to put on the show and we really appreciate the help. Yeah, and uh, it's uh, it's really some great stuff there. Uh, if you haven't checked it out already, there's, uh, you know, there's always some cool stuff. And if you have checked it out in the past, new stuff popping up there every day. So you want to pop in and, and, and see what they're might be that you might enjoy right and if there's something you really want to get then go for it because it may drop off for a little while i think they rotate through things but uh anyways yeah. take advantage of it for sure take advantage of it another way you can be involved is to become a patreon member of this show we have tiers starting as low as two dollars per month and you can get some swag out of that a show shout out as well but we really appreciate everybody who's already signed up for our patreon accounts and we hope that we will have more of you here in the near future yes and we now have a new thing that we're going to be rolling out periodically where we're going to have a contest. Anybody can participate, but our Patreons will be eligible to win prizes. Ooh, interesting stuff. Michelle's always coming up with great ideas. Michelle's ideas, always the best <laughs> ideas. Uh, by the way, if you want to uh, go and find our Patreon account, just go to patreon.com slash Hyperion Adventures podcast to sign up there. Now, we have a few things for you this week. I have to admit, it's been a crazy busy week for me this week. Uh, thank you, uh, prime days. Um, <laughs> Uh, but before we get to that stuff, you know, we always like to look back at the week that was. And yes, it was a busy week for me, but and there were some highs and there were some lows, but we always like to focus on those highs. So we kind of like to go through and say what our favorite thing from this week was. Uh, Michelle. Made me smile and made me happy was received a package, uh, like a housewarming package from some dear friends of ours, Kim and Rob LeBerry, uh, who gave us a most amazing, unique, wonderful housewarming gift that arrived this week. Um, and it just was so special to get that. I mean, they're wonderful people. We love them so much. Um, but like I said, it just brought joy to me to open that package and see that it was so beautiful. It was so nice. It was a really, really special uh, housewarming gift. And uh, unfortunately, yeah. we were hoping to get to see them both in person mm -hmm. uh, when they were around in June. I did get to connect with Rob, but uh, Kim was doing some other things. Michelle wasn't here too. So uh, they have some plans to come back out in February. So we will definitely connect more with them then. But uh, yeah, they're such special people. And that was just a wonderful, wonderful prize for sure yeah yeah what about you um well i already mentioned it the fact that prime days are over that's a good <laughs> one that's one of my favorite things from this week because whoo boy you guys all bought a lot of stuff on amazon record, during prime days year prime <laughs> yeah. Days, yeah. Um, uh, but mostly it's just you know getting off early today and being home with my wife and getting to sit down and do one of our favorite things we like to do every week and that's record this show 
Yeah, that made me happy too. Yeah, so uh, that was really nice. I wasn't sure when I was going to get off work today, but got off a little early and uh, very, very happy that that happened. So we did get some My Favorite Things mm-hmm. from this week I from know. a couple of our Hyperion Adventurer Facebook group members. Yeah, they were awesome. They were awesome. So let's go ahead and, and share those as well. Uh, first of all, was from Jonathan. He said, hey, Hyperion Adventurers, I wanted to share my favorite thing from this week. I just got back from volunteering as a counselor for a middle school camp and it was marvel themed how fun i know i loved his uh, little station there right he said my cabin was the guardians of the galaxy <laughs> and we had a great week of marvel themed outfits games and on the last night a lip sync slash choreographed dance to brandy you're a fine girl. So, <laughs> how fun! That, I know, what a, what that, a, that had to be awesome. I, I think I want to go to that camp. I know, I know. I'm so glad he shared that because it's great to know that that camp exists. Yes. <laughs> How fun. Yeah. Those kids I had to have had a blast. Yeah. But I'm sure the yeah. adults, the counselors had a blast too. So Most definitely. That sounds like a lot of fun. So good deal. Yeah, good thanks deal. for sharing that. I for also sure. like that Camille chimed in that she was happy when he got home to rekindle with them. Ah, that's nice. <laughs> I know. That's really nice. Uh, also, we got this from Scott in Minnesota. He said, my favorite thing from this week is I signed up for my very first Facebook fundraiser benefiting St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. I've been tasked with playing 72 two holes of golf in the month of <laughs> August. Tough ask, I know. Whew, boy, you know, some people run marathons, you know, yeah. some people walk for like five days straight or whatever. I'm going to go out and play golf a bunch. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I, 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 it's a great cause and yes. I appreciate it for sure. Uh, he said, went on to say, along with golfers from all across the country, we are looking to raise a ton of money for SJCRH. So, uh, great, great, uh, definitely a, a great charity and um that's that's really nice that you're doing that scott that's yeah really yeah and i think he included the link if people wanted to also donate right just go to the hyperion adventurers facebook group and if you want to um chime in and and help him out reaching his goal yeah um, you, it'd be a great way to do it and help st jude's uh, hospital for sure right now on to this week's show again i was very busy this week i didn't get to put together some disney stories but i believe michelle got at least one disney story of the week um, what, is, what do we have to look forward to um well i think i'll have to just sum it up that it's a busy week for celebrations and uh we'll get into some of how the disney parks uh are going to be celebrating different things but first and foremost today is the anniversary for disneyland resort oh that's true it's yeah, very true 67th anniversary so. oh very nice yeah. very very nice so yeah so, happy yeah. birthday disneyland yeah celebrations uh, for some things that are coming this week all right all stuff to look forward to but enough about all that let's go ahead and get to our very tasty main topic of the week. So yeah, as we alluded to earlier, I guess it was in last week's show in the wraparound we did around our Best of Hyperion Adventures podcast. We hope you enjoyed that uh, look back episode at the, uh, you know, our Phineas and Ferb appreciation show. Um, when we looked, talked about that, we mentioned that one or maybe both of us was going to get a chance to possibly visit Food and Wine Festival, the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival this week. Well, our plans didn't go exactly to form 
Some things popped up. Hello, Prime Days. My day off got switched. But Michelle was able to figure out a day. And Michelle, yes, did get out to Epcot to sample some of the fare that's uh, out there this year. So, Michelle, tell the listeners a little bit about the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival for 2022. All right. Well, first of all, it's, you know, as always, it's a great festival, uh, a lot to look forward to. I mean, the way I approached this was a little different than if, first of all, if we were together, Um, but I just wanted to focus on a couple new dishes that haven't been featured before at the Food and Wine and, you know, give them a try. But I also know that we have an upcoming trip together um, soon that I figured, well, I want to save some things for that as well. So I didn't go to a lot of locations, just a few key things and tried some new dishes out. And overall, I was really blown away. I was really pleased how uh, good the food was, tasty, it was right temperature, consistency, etc. So it really was um, very, very successful, I think. Ooh, very nice. Yeah. So here's how I started. I first, uh, when I decided to go to the first kiosk, I went to the Australia kiosk, which is, you know, near the port of entry Mm. area and um, tried some things there. Um, And it was funny because I was like, okay, I'm alone, but I got to carry these things. (laughs) How am I going to do it? Um, But everything worked out well. I had a lot of luck going for me that day. So um, anyway, so what I, I tried with first uh, at that kiosk is I had uh, their their lamb chop and they also had um, a shrimp with snap peas. Mm. and a Shrimp on the bobby? Yes. And, uh, That's a that terrible Australian, <laughs> not even close to an Australian accent. That's why I was just kind of moving along there. Yes, probably the best. <laughs> Um, but they also had a, um, a wine flight that actually sounded really good. So I thought, all right, I got to give this a try. And I mean, I've been in the park five minutes. I better get some wine in yeah, me. Yeah, I know. It, it really is the best concept of, of starting, but it all worked out well. So It is the food and wine festival that after all. That is true. That is true. I wanted to stay, you know, true to the True to the theme, name. yes. Yeah, so anyways, um, so yeah, starting with the, it was called the Grilled Sweet and Spicy Bushberry Shrimp with Pineapple, Pepper, Onions, and Snap Peas. Mm, um, that sounds very tasty. Yeah, it really was. It had just enough little heat. You know me, I don't like overwhelming heat, but it had enough to really provide that nice punch to it. Nice balance, right? A little sweet, a little spicy. Yeah, yeah, it was great. And it, it really paired up well with the Viand. Yay. I know I'm not saying that right, but anyway. No, no, that was perfect. Oh, okay, thanks. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. A South Australian wine. Um, it, it just was such a great compliment to it. Um, I it, like a good Viognier. Yeah. yeah, I do too. I do too. And it's like, why aren't we buying more of that? Why are we sticking with traditional? Because I also like Sauvignon Blanc and I also <laughs> like Chardonnay. <laughs> I guess I just like wine. I guess so. I guess so. Um, So that I would definitely recommend to people. It was really delicious. Uh, And again, the the consistency, the cook on the the shrimp was perfect. You know, sometimes when you get some of these dishes and they maybe 
sit for a little bit. They're not the right consistency, but the, but the, it was perfect. Um, then I w- tried their uh, roasted lamb chop with mint pesto and potato crunchies. Mm. Yeah, and um, and obviously paired that up with their red wine, which was a, a Cabernet Sauvignon, also from Australia. Um, and it was really, really good. Now, I like the mint pesto. It, it was nice. It really was. And it, it paired well with the, the lamb chop. And again, lamb chop cooked just perfectly. Um, but the real star to me of that chop, lamb chop was actually these potato crunchies. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it just, it, they just had really great flavors. And if you ever eat like a lamb chop, kind of like, you know, the lollipop kind of style, uh-huh. I, I was really digging that. I was like really getting in that, like, let me get as much of that coating as Very I nice. can. That sounds yeah. like something I, I'll want to try for sure when I get the opportunity. Right. Um, now the other wine that they had in the, in the flight was a Chardonnay. Um, and at first, it didn't really initially wow me. And I and I tried it before I tried the lamb chop. Um, and I was like, all right, well, whatever. I'm just going to eat my dishes with the, these other two. And then um, felt like, okay, I'm going to go on, take the boat to Morocco because I wanted to head to that side of the of World Showcase. Um, and I had a few sips left of that Chardonnay. And suddenly, it just really hit. And it, I appreciated its lightness mm. and, you know, felt like it was a good complimentary wine that they had in that flight. So I would definitely do those dishes and the wines again. Um, I was really lucky uh, yesterday because the rain held out just long enough. I got undercover to wait for the boat and the rain just came down. But I was <laughs> fortunately, you know, under the undercover there, it was fine. Um, it was funny when we were boarding the boat, they were like, okay, if you're coming on for a round trip, you can't do a round trip because there's lightning in the area. We're just picking you up and dropping you off, and then we're we're holding for a while. So I thought, wow, that it was perfect again. That's all. Yeah, yeah. So, but in my mind, I was thinking, man, this Australia kiosk really set a high bar. You know what's going to happen on the other side. So mm. I, I and I knew I had my choices of France and Morocco. You know, area there. So um, obviously. Uh, I decided, well, let's go France first. (laughs) Surprise from you. I know. Well, part of that too was strategy because the rain had just finished and there was hardly any line at the French. Well, that's a a surprise because France always has a long line. Right. And it didn't take long for it to fill up afterwards and wrap around. And it was, you know, almost a walk Yeah, you got to take advantage of that because France is like, that line's always crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a popular one. So again deciding that I'm just going to really focus on new dishes. I tried their new dishes, which was a, um, and it had a, like a cream. Michelle likes her snails. I do. I love my escargot. And, um, you know, it comes with, it came with a creamy garlic, uh, and parsley sauce. And I have to say, um, the consistency of the escargot, again, perfect. Oh, that's good because they, they can get tough, if they, yes. especially when they sit around for a while. Right. You know. They were not. They were, again, perfectly cooked. Um, just excellent. But I have to say, and it may have just been, I don't know if it was my taste buds or just the fact that I was eating that those other dishes and or whatever, but um, to me, there was something that I tasted that was bitter on my tongue a little off-putting, hmm. but maybe again, they, maybe they burnt the garlic or something. Cause sometimes that'll turn a little bitter. Yeah, yeah it could be. Um, you know, I mean the, 
the brioche was good and everything. I mean, this thing was covered in sauce. I mean, it was, it's mm. very saturated. Um, and so that was my only thing. Uh, I, I would probably still possibly give it another shot because again, it was cooked really nicely and it just may have been how something right at that moment was hitting from not. But it's always the case with the, I mean, it's all, you know, you may like, you know, unfortunately, I, I, you know, they, I think they try and hit as much consistency as possible mm-hmm. with these dishes. But when you go to the food and wine festival, one time it may be awesome. And the other time it may be eh. true. You know, you just, you just don't know with any of these festivals. That's true. Just depending on who's cooking it that day. And we all know, you know, Disney and uh, every place in the country is having staffing issues. Right. And so, um, you know, it may be hit and miss on some of the things that you're going to get one day. They may be excellent. Another day they may not be. So, but right. Right. I, I have the, the last few times we've gone has gotten a little, so hopefully that continues. So, um, but anyways, I would still, you know, say it's a, a worthy dish, you know, and it's nice, a new dish that they're putting out there. Go. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So then I headed over towards uh, Morocco, but before, you know, getting into Moroccan food, I decided to go to the um, Greece kiosk ah. that they have there. Greece is the word. Gre- <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, <laughs> so I decided there I wanted to try some of their new dishes, which was uh, lamb gyro. Um, and then they also had, uh, what's called griddled cheese. So I, I, I first put in the order for the lamb, um, gyro and, and I was asking the cashier, I was like, okay, so this griddled cheese, is it good? <laughs> Something I should try? And she was like, oh my God, it's delicious. You have to try it. And I was like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to take on her recommendation. And she goes, and now you can also be on your way. If you haven't already started with your cheese. Ah, uh, a meal, right? Yeah. So she got me a, a, a little booklet and stamped it. And, um, she actually gave me a tip, which I'm going to use at the end of the, uh, the episode for my tip this week. Um, but I was really glad to hear about her enthusiasm about that dish. And she was right. It really, really was delicious. Uh, I think the only thing that could have made it better was, um, having it with you, honey, and then, um, and a, and a glass of red wine that, Mm. that would have been good. Um, the, the gyro was tasty. It was really, really tasty. Um, the, the, the way they had done it, it was more like a, kind of like a little block, a bar block. It wasn't necessarily like shaved pieces. And that uh, made sense for how they have to serve it up right. rather than having somebody back sure. there shaving all day, you know, is, is have these kind of like pre-made. Almost like a sausage kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah. Um, so it really, the only thing that kind of surprised me, and I'm not quite sure why, because everything tasted good, was that the wrap um, well, they used a flatbread wrap. It, it kind of fell apart, but not like where it, it was just too much sauce on it. No, it, it, that's wasn't it. So that's, I'm, I'm not quite sure, hmm. you know, what happened there, but it was just kind of funny. Now, the, you know, again, I mentioned earlier that luck was on my side for this time for this visit. And here's where, again, I really lucked out. So I went over to, um, the Japan pavilion and there was a table you know if you go where they have the little tables and chairs set up outside that you can you know kind of like on the upper part of it um and 
it had rained. It rained quite a bit, actually. And so, but there was a table that had seats for about, I think, people, four or five people, had one dry seat. And on the table, like one square (laughs) that was dry. So I think somebody had just eaten there and had wiped everything down to just enough space for their one and I was able to take advantage of that so yeah it was kind of fun to have a nice atmosphere to be looking at all the the bamboo and everything and and try this fun food especially the the unexpected try of the cheese dish the griddle cheese which was really good it has like um uh, like a honey and pistachios mm. on it as well. Um, what kind of cheese do you think it was? That's a good... I, I, it wasn't a real strong. I mean, I want to say something like a provolone kind of... Mm. It was just like on one side was... Like on the the side that was on the plate was ungriddled. Mm. So it was just the portion that was on the outside that was that on the top part that was griddled but it was tasty it was tasty yeah nice. yeah but like i said it could use a, and cheesy and cheesy and could use a and glass sweet. of wine or something like that so um but anyways it it was really again i think having the atmosphere there i was in that shaded cool space and serene and it in trying these dish new dishes you know so they made it um worthy and fun yeah that sounds that's cool yeah so, you know, after having, you know, at that point, like four different dishes, I kind of felt like, okay, I'm comfortable here. They were, you know, small plates, but just enough. It's a to... little tougher when you're a solo person trying to eat a bunch of food. Right. It, like if you're two people or a group together and you can kind of share and split some of these right. dishes. You know. Taste this one, taste right. that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I did, you know, when I was over in France, I did realize there was something I also needed to get while I was out there. It's not new. Um, but it's delicious. It's the strawberry rosé mimosa, mm. you know, which is, had um, sparkling wine, orange juice, and strawberry uh, rosé. And it was really yummy. That, sound, that sounds vibrant. And, yeah, yeah. And it was great. Lovely on a hot day. Yeah. So I don't know that it went with necessarily any of the food that I ate. So I just kind of saved it till the end. Kind of like that was my dessert. Mm, wonderful. <laughs> so, and like I said, I, you know, I thought about trying, I had a couple other dishes targeted at some of the other locations. Um, I was going to do more lamb, but Again, I had, I think I felt like I had two dishes with lamb and, you know, I I was just in a good space that I thought, all right, that's about it. I'm just going to, you know, walk around, look at a few things here and there, check things out. So you took some great pictures. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And, uh, and then decided to, you know, get some treats to bring home at night yes. for, for us to have for dessert. Yeah, I had a what, Napoleon for dessert mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, I had a croissant for breakfast this morning That's before right. I went to work. Yeah, yeah. so and uh, figured I'd, I'd head out to uh, get out of the park early and be ready to be home when you got home and, you know, uh, like just do a very quick taste and kind of get a feel. Like I said, I, I, I thought everything looked really nice. I liked the layout. It was busy. For sure, it was really busy, um, and I think I mentioned to you, man, I, I I sure love those the way they do it at Disneyland, where you can <laughs> go to one kiosk, order for multiple order for multiples and just take your receipt around. I understand it's not really 
as manageable at Walt Disney yeah, World. Especially at the Food and Wine Festival. Mm-hmm. There's so many more kiosks for that. I right. mean, even more than any of their other festivals. Um, but Right. But just a plug for Disneyland that they do they do have, because it's compact and they don't have as much to offer, mm-hmm. um, you kind of get some other kind of benefits right. as well. So, But yeah, I, I'm looking forward to some other dishes to try with you. I know we have, like I said, uh trip planned soon here that we can try some more dishes and i have some surprise dishes that i don't want to share with you i want to be able to show you when we're there um but yeah and i also want to go to some you know not necessarily all new ones uh, some others that we really like but um this was for first time going out and trying a a few of their newer dishes it was a success sounds like it sounds like you've got me hungry and sounds glad you were able to get out there even though i wasn't able to make it sample it a little bit get a little taste of it and uh, and tell our adventurers um exactly what's going on now this is only part one of this because Yes, this week we have plans to go back out there. We have a hotel stay, a DVC stay at uh, Disney's Boardwalk Resort. Yeah, which we've never gone we've to We've never stayed at before, so we're excited about that. And then we can just walk right on over to Epcot mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, or take the friendship boats either way. And, uh, and we're looking forward to it. I actually, right now have the day scheduled (laughs) off so I can enjoy it this week. So we plan either way, whether it's just Michelle going, but probably hopefully me as well. Um, We are going to give you even more expanded view of what's going on with the 2022 Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. Yeah. So before we close out this, should I tell my funny story of what happened? Oh, I always want to hear a funny (laughs) Michelle story. (laughs) Well, Because Michelle's funny stories are always the best funny stories. (laughs) Well, first of all, I always try to apply logic to something with no sense. I know. I know. know. So I was, as I was saying, I, I was like, okay, I'm, you know. I'm done. I knew I could do some more things, some attractions, and but I, I just felt like uh, I'm, I'd rather just hold off and wait till you're there. We're doing it together. So, but I had just walked from from France, did the walk, um, and it was very crowded and trying to dodge people, and it was it was really hot. And I hear I have, you know, Napoleons and croissants, both things that are very temperature sensitive. You know, talking about the heat of Florida, and so I thought, all right. Um, let me stop part way and I'll go into a cool place and cool down. Why I didn't think about going to the DVC lounge is beyond me. But anyways, that was the logic I was going with. And as I was, I thought, all right, I'll go to like a shop or something. But then I saw the line for Spaceship Earth was like walk on. It was unbelievable. You know, and this was fairly early in the afternoon. So I thought, all right, let me do that. I it's will. a great place to cool down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured I'd cool down, bring a little coolness to, you know, the, the food that I had in my backpack. And so I'm going up there and, um, you know, again, I was alone. So when it came time to board, I go into the first row of the, the seat, you know, and there's two rows. And the person boarding, the cast member boarding just kept saying, two people per row, two people per row. And, you know, she and I got it. I got why she did that. I, what I wasn't expecting that there was a party of three behind me <laughs> and that one of them thought they needed to sit next to me. Nice. 
It was hilarious. You had your you had your uh, your spaceship Earth buddy. Yes, yes, it you. was so funny. And I thought, okay, there's nothing I can do because you know that's one of those um, you know Omni movers. So it's just gonna I can't like say okay not only do you have to move but the people behind you and the door's probably going to start closing in on us anyway so it's like all right i mean i didn't feel unsafe or anything i just thought oh i thought it was going to be you know have all this have your own row yeah yeah yeah. this is a big dude you know nice guy nice guy a big big dude so anyways um i don't think they've gone to disney world much um and definitely he hadn't been on this ride because i could tell he was you know things that were very new to him Uh so um you know obviously they do your picture at the beginning and everything i tried to do a funny face but i think it just it wasn't quite that funny but (laughs) (laughs) anyways we went through the ride and you know then you get to the end of the portion where you're kind of going backwards and Mm -hmm. coming back to earth you know and they have you select a storyline that they're going to use your photos in. Tell you what your future might be like. Right, exactly. So I don't know if he had a great command of the English language. I, I, you know, just pointed to and offered him to, to select something, which he didn't. So I thought, all right, I'll push the first one. And I picked one. And then when the next question came up, I pointed to him. So then we, we got into an alternating groove, you know, and uh, the thing I think that too, that cracked me up one of the choices and I can't remember what, what the other choice was, but it said like, if you were just relaxing, would you like hot chocolate or something else? And I don't remember. And I picked the hot chocolate and I just remember he looked over and gave me a thumbs up and he goes, muy bueno. <laughs> So I was like, this is great. And so then when they, you know, finally put this, you know, and of course there's a long pause before they put the story together. So I'm sure he was probably like, well, whatever. We just answered a bunch of questions. And when the cartoon came up, he was hysterically <laughs> laughing. Funny. We always laugh at we it do. too. Yeah. But if you've it, never experienced it before, it's got to yeah. be really, really hilarious. Right, right. And it was funny. And, you know, in it, I, it was a health one. And in it, I broke my arm and... <laughs> sitting there and laughing you break your arm no no but they were sitting there drinking hot chocolate <laughs> you know after after i got it it uh, worked on there nice. but it it was just it was hilarious it was a, you know something i've said in the past we've talked about in the past it's always great to go to a disney park with somebody who isn't as familiar with it and to get to experience through them that newness of it. And that's what I got to appreciate on this, this attraction that I hadn't planned on going on anyways, hadn't planned on riding with somebody, you know, but to be able to see this new experience through his eyes was awesome. Yeah. It's, it's always cool when you get to see, you know, because you know we've gone through many of these attractions so many times and, so, you know, I'm not saying we're jaded. I still enjoy them every single time, but maybe you don't have that wonder you had the first time you went through it. Right. So you, when you kind of get to live that through somebody else, um, that is also very special. So very funny. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. So anyways, that was my my short journey out to the food and wine. Epcot's right. Food and Wine 2022. So yeah, so that's our first look at it. And we will be continuing that on next week. One year, hopefully it's with both of us, mm-hmm. but either way, at least one of us is going to be sampling some more food. So we'll give you yet another peek next week at our at the 2022 Epcot International Food and Wine Festival.
so much fun. I am so excited. I, I can't wait. Since I've been to Florida, um, you know, we moved out here. Well, I moved out here more than a month ago, mm-hmm. you know, a month and a half ago almost. Um, and you just got here. But um, I haven't had a chance to visit Disney since we've been here. Yeah. It's been months, actually, since yeah, we visited Disney World. So uh, very excited to get back out there and especially excited to check out the uh, Epcot International Food and Wine Festival and the uh, Boardwalk Resort, Disney's Boardwalk yeah, Resort as yeah. well. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the nice things, too, about this, that we're staying there. And like you said, how close it is that, you know, we can try some dishes, Take it easy for a while, do some other things, and go back and try some more. And, mm-hmm. yeah, and we'll tell you everything about uh, both of those situ- uh, both of those uh, enjoyable situations that we'll be experiencing this week uh, right. on next week's show. But back to this week, we have a couple of Disney stories of the week. I believe Michelle is putting uh, together a couple of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is good because Michelle's Disney stories of the week are always the best Disney stories of the week. Yeah, I think I have to practice up on some of my writing skills and stuff like that but okay so you know we announced at the beginning july 17th is disneyland resort's 67th anniversary today happy birthday disneyland now in addition to that at disneyland resort disneyland resort is also starting tomorrow through the 20th having galaxy's edge celebrating Olga's birthday. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And Olga's I th- life day? I guess, I guess. Because I, I was trying to remember when we did, when it first opened. And I do think it was around this time of year, wasn't it? Mm. That uh, yeah, Galaxy's Edge? In, we'd open in, well, <laughs> Galaxy's Edge opened maybe to the entire public in July. I believe that might be right. We did that. You know, we had some previews mm-hmm. in June. They went like through the whole oh, month of the June. the end of May and June. Yeah. Yeah. We went, yeah, it was like May 31st. We went on June 1st to, it was like day two of the previews. And then we went one more time, like in late June, like the you know, 27th or right. something like that. Right. So it may have actually opened fully in July. But right. I don't remember. Yeah. So anyways, but they do want to honor her, her birthday and, and offer some really unique new tasty treats um, as they say for some yummy options that can't be missed so at Olga's Cantina the blue citrus mule which features citrus vodka blue carousel pure cane syrup mule mix and club soda garnished with a lime wheel also at Olga's Cantina they have the maigito roll which is tuna pokey cucumber green onion Enoki, eel sauce, fried garlic, vermicelli, and sea bean rolled in rice paper and garnished with ponzo foam. Wow, I don't normally get food at Oga's, but that sounds pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. It looks really beautiful, too. Um, Over at Ronto Roasters, they have a new punch, Pasana Punch. And then at Docking Bay 7 Food and Cargo, they have Blue Milk Chai Pudding. Which sounds like a delicious thing to do with blue milk, right? And it's made with coconut milk, chai sea blend, bear, fresh berries, shredded coconut. Um, and so I just like that they're offering some different options there. Yeah, it's a good celebration of Oga's birthday. And I'm sure she'll be very happy about that. Yeah. And then later in the week is Dole Whip Days. 
Uh, it's going to start on. Ju- it's always Dole Whip. I know, days. I know. So it officially starts on July 21st, running through the 24th. Um, now this is everywhere. This is not just at Disneyland. This is at at all the parks and on the cruise ships. Um, and so they have, uh, for example, at Aloha Island. Aloha Isle at the Magic Kingdom and Tropical Hideaway at Disneyland Park. Um, you can taste some different types of their Dole Whips. Like, uh, obviously, they have the the um, Dole Whip and Dole Whip float, but they also have like a raspberry swirl float, uh, pineapple upside down cake served with your chum. They also have a coconut cup, which is a choice of swirl. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Storybook Treats is also going to have the Dole Whip Lime, chocolate, or vanilla soft serve or swirl in a cup. So different ones. I mean, I could go on and on. There are tons of them that they're having. They also have um, at Animal Kingdom some really cool ones. They have Scar's Lair, which is Dole Whip and Sour Apple. And they also you could also get that with rum. Uh, They have Simba Sunset, which is Dole Whip with strawberry. Uh, You can get a King's Cooler, which is uh, Dole Whip, coconut rum, and strawberry. Uh, And, you know, more, like I said, tons and tons. I could go on and on and on. But I think the one that I'm really looking forward to trying, and I I, want to make a choice, stop over well we're going to go towards the contemporary top of the world lounge anyways but at the throughout the parks um and at some of the hotels even in like vero beach and alani they have different ones that they're offering different selections of dole whip during dole whip days very nice that sounds fantastic yeah so lots of Lots of celebrations this week. Yeah, that sounds great. Good stuff there. Good stuff. Michelle's stories of the week. (laughs) Always the best Disney stories of the week. I got to get my writing much better. uh, You did great. Excellent job. Thank you, Michelle. Uh, Speaking of that, speaking of the best from Michelle, you know what it's time for. We never leave without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. And when we do this... Well, once again, we always start with Michelle because we know she has the best trips to the Epcot <laughs> International Food and Wine Festival. She has the best funny stories. She has the best, the best research. She has the best Disney stories of the week, but she definitely has the best tips. So, Michelle, what is your tip of the week? Well, as I mentioned, my tip actually comes from one of the cast members um, when it was when I was uh, signing up for the Emile's Fromage Montage. And I thought when you got that, you had to taste different, you know, the different cheese dishes throughout the festival to get a stamp at each one, then to get your prize at the end. And what she told me is you can eat the same cheese over and over. (laughs) Just get the stamps for the same cheese and still accomplish your task. Oh, that's nice. So if there's a particular one or two cheese offerings that you really like, uh, and maybe something that you saw that eh, you might not really care about, you can still go for your prize. Very 
Very nice. That is a good tip. Michelle's yeah. tip. Always the well, best tip. Giving credit to the cast member who helped me out there. Very so. nice. Very nice. Uh, my tip this week is just quickly, it's a similar tip that we say every time there's one of these festivals that goes on. And that is, uh, it can become overwhelming for you to go to these, trying to figure out everything to eat. Or you may fill up early if, you, you know, if you're just kind of going through and just picking out dishes. And you may miss out on something later on that you really wanted to try because you're just too full or whatever the case may be. So you should um, take a little bit of time and kind of do your research and maybe put together a list of those items that, you know, these are the items I definitely want to try when I go to the park. And these are some items that if I still am hungry or if I have the time or I'm around the area or whatever, that maybe I'll try them later. Believe me, it's going to do you a lot of good. You're going to pick out the items and make sure you get to sample the items that you really want, especially if you're only going for one day. I mean, you know, a lot of you will get a chance to go to the food and wine festival multiple times, but if it's only one day and it's your one visit, you really want to pay close attention to the list of food and, and, and make sure that you pick out those items that you really, really want to try. Yeah. And I mean, what's nice is the foodie guide on Disney parks blog. It includes all the dishes so you can do that, but that could be a fun family experience mm-hmm. too, that everybody gets to pick, you know, one or two dishes that they want to make sure the family is trying out and can be, you know, a fun way to explore the park as well by having that planning for it. For sure. And if you're also like, it's just more fun planning for any trip that you have coming on more fun, family fun, whether you're driving there, whether you can do it on the airplane, you can do it in the car, Yeah. you know, it, it whatever you want to do, even just days at home, building up to it. Um, it that research will really help you out and you can it really will um, improve your enjoyment of the food and wine festival or any of the other festivals for that matter. Exactly. Yeah. So that's it for this week. Next week. Well, like I said, we, we were talking, we, we are going to do that environmental Disney episode. We are going to do that. But since we are going back to the food and wine festival this week, we thought we'll be trying some more things out. We are going to be staying at the Disney's boardwalk resort. So we'll, we'll have that to talk about. So we figured let's continue on this food and wine fun for another week and give give you a little bit more information on what we experience out there at the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. Right. And trying out for us a new uh, DVC resort. Right. So we'll tell you all about that. Recap everything else that we've sampled. Maybe some things that we've tried again because Michelle found some really tasty dishes, Mm -hmm. but uh, there's so much there to sample. So we're hoping to try a bunch of different things and maybe we'll get a chance hopefully to try out the new um, Top of the World Lounge Mm -hmm. and see how they've improved. Now it's the Villains Lair. Right. See what that's like. Hopefully. I don't know if we're going to get in, but we will make the effort to try and get in there possibly on Tuesday night. So we'll see how that goes. But anyway, we appreciate that you joined us this week in the future. You can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. The very best place to find us is on our own website, Hyperion adventures, podcast.com. And while you're there, you can try to sign. You can not just try. You can sign up for the newsletter. You can try to avoid signing <laughs> yes. up for the newsletter by going to the website because <laughs> it pops up. There's all sorts of possibilities to sign up for it everywhere. But yeah, it's just another way to stay involved in the Hyperion Adventures podcast world soon with the Michelle Flair added to the <laughs> newsletter. Another great way to be involved is uh, by following us on social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good. Good, positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group. 
And if you're already part of that group, please tell a friend or family to join over there as well. Yes, uh, we always want more people to be involved and just posting their pictures, telling their stories, and just keep passing along that positive energy through uh, the social media channels. Yeah, and we really appreciate like this week where people took the time to, to share their favorite thing of the week. Yeah, we always love those. Uh, input is great for this show. We really appreciate that so much. Also, we do have a YouTube channel. If you want to find us there, just do a quick search for Hyperion Adventures podcast. Hit subscribe. You'll know whenever we have a new video. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures podcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. And if there's a particular topic you would like us to uh, do a deep dive or get some information on, just let us know. Yeah, we always love more topic ideas. We, we come up with you know plenty ourselves but um, we love inspiration from you know from you the listeners Uh, what do you want to hear we want to make sure we're putting out content that you enjoy every week exactly exactly so that's it thanks for listening to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast we look forward to sharing some time with you again next week until that time I'm Tom I'm Michelle and we hope that you have a magical week